Welcome to BP Leadership Podcast, where real leaders are made. I'm your host, Bill Purvis, and this is our fourth and final episode of our conversation with my guest and good friend, Neil Stilwell. Neil has brought a lot to the table during this time, and I hope if you haven't heard all the rest of him, go back and pick up those podcasts. They will be worth your listening to. He's going to talk to you about some of the businesses that he started. He came from nothing in almost every one of those and took them into multi-million dollar enterprises. His last one today we'll talk about is Salt Life, which is one of his other businesses. And uh, he's going to tell you about both failures he's seen in the way people make decisions and then how to make wise choices, about his love for the business and turning things around. I promise you today's going to be a great day. Let's get started. I really, people like that, Neil, you was a good businessman. No. My son came along and he, while we was doing the PGA golf mm-hmm. stuff and lay out a Ponte Vedra right. at Jacksonville. And they came to him and said, you know, we've got, we got this local company down here mm-hmm. that's coming to us and asking us, can we help them? Yeah. Because they got hold of something, don't know what to do with it. Right. It's growing yeah. like crazy. And it's Salt Life. That was what, yeah, that's where it's going. I was going to ask you, tell me the story of Salt Life, how y'all got into that and what you did. Well, again, this is this is totally my son. But he 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 met with the people, mm-hmm. and he, he got to seeing, you know, here they are. They started off with a idea. It was four guys mm-hmm. that was good friends, good buddies. Every weekend, they ended up on the beach doing something. They mm-hmm. was surfing or fishing or spearing right. fish and, you know, just getting together every right. weekend. One owned a tackle shop. One was a mechanic. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, mechanic. One was a well driller, and one was a contractor. Mm-hmm. They were just buddies and friends. Yeah. And they hung out one day. And one day, right at dusk dark, mm-hmm. one came up, and he had this big old group of his speared. Right. And he was holding it up. And right, I said, oh, my gosh. And one of the guys said, man, he said, we we are we are blessed with the salt life, aren't well, we? You know, yeah. <clears throat> and well, salt life that's cool. And one of them wrote it down on a napkin, right? And he gave it to the guy that run the those uh, tackle store, mm-hmm. and he went and got a hundred decals made up. Mm-hmm. And that hundred decals, they put them on his counter because they, you know, they's gonna get them for the, yeah. But they they made him buy a hundred, yeah. So he put them up for sale, mm-hmm. and for long, people were coming in buying his decals, right? And he started to buy more, and then he put T-shirts, mm-hmm. and he built his business up to like three and a half million dollars. Wow! And uh, you know, yes. quite honestly, they didn't know enough about that end of the business, right? And how the distribution works, and how everything else. Mm-hmm. They would have probably ended up bankrupt. Mm-hmm. But through PGA talking to my son Jeff, and he mm-hmm. looked at it, and he talked, he said, "This thing has got legs." Yeah. And so Jeff. After we'd been sold out to mm-hmm. to uh, to uh, Delta Apparel, right. that, uh, that he talked them into the fact that we need to buy this company, mm-hmm. and we 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 gave them a, a, a bought all that yeah. the merchandise and the rights to sell right. everything. They still had they was coming in with some dog bowls and right. such as that. Jeff said, no, no, no. We, yeah. we, so we end up having to buy the whole company. Mm-hmm. And I say we. I didn't right. really have anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. That was my son, Jeff. Well, you know what's crazy about that is how that with Salt Life, you'll see those stickers everywhere. They I mean, are. I, I have seen them in California. I've seen them all over Florida. 
But I can be behind a car and look up. There's salt life. I, I notice them every. I can spot one, you know, yeah. from long ways, and and it just makes pride come yes. up in you every time you see one. Like you know, yeah. you know, and, and I'm proud of my son Absolutely. too. He's uh, I, I I I talk about. I get a lot of during this time. I told you about Chris Martin helped mm-hmm. us. Try, my son Jeff. He was a. Uh, He's got a he's got a good head a on good him. Good head, he, yeah. He's, he's a good business person. Yeah. I, and and I know that feeling because I have a yeah. son that's taking oh, over. I know you do. The same thing. Did, yeah. And there's a there's a part where they've been learning from you all these years, and then they've also got their own ideas, and they've just got good business sense. That's part of really too the outcome of the tithe. You know when God says, "Bring the tithe to the whole storehouse." If I not improve me, if I won't open the windows of heaven and pour right. you out a blessing. Right. And some people think, well, if I tithe, it'll be money. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may be the blessings. You know, there, there are a lot of things that I'm blessed in that money couldn't help. And uh, you're blessed with a great family. You're blessed with friends. You're blessed mm-hmm. with opportunities. I'm glad it didn't limit it to just you know, if you tithe, I'll give you some finances. Mm-hmm. God basically says, I'll give you blessings, right. whatever you need. And it's one of the biggest blessings is family. And that's absolutely. And and you know that, especially being married that long, having a great son. Mm-hmm. The the thing that when it comes to business, um, when when somebody's starting out in business, I, I'm, I'm already hearing you say you need to partner with God right off the bat. Absolutely. And that, <laughs> otherwise, That's number one thing. Yeah, otherwise you're in for failure or right. a long, hard road. Right. And, uh, and well, you're doing be, it by yourself instead of his help. Why Why would you possibly, if you know the word and yeah. you know, and, and if you don't know the word, listen. Yeah, that's right. Go, go and, and ask, ask the Lord to help you. Yeah. And uh, why why try to do it on your own, which yeah. more likely you're going to fail. Yeah, that's right. And then, and then the part you just said about listening. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to, to hear what you feel like God's telling you. Right. And do you ever you ever see? I guess it's it's God just gives you an insight, and you say, like you said, the phrase that's got legs or that'll work. Mm-hmm. You can look at several things and say, you know, I can see potential in that, mm-hmm. and, and and that's part of I guess God's wisdom and revelation to you that He's showing you that's where to go. Right. And so that's that's the part that I, I like now. What what are some of the failures people make in business? Is it overextending themselves, or going to the power of the flesh, or just being driven by the dollar? What what, what do you see about people? You say you know they're trying to start a business, and uh, or it may be just a bad idea, and nobody's told them. You know. Well, I think you just you just hit on some of it right there. Yeah. I, I I think some people don't need to be going into business. They they, they need to to. I, all, I hope people don't sit and listen to my story mm-hmm. and say, "Oh my gosh, look what I could I could do I yeah. could do that what yeah. he what he does," and you might could and you might could do a whole lot better than mm-hmm. I can. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, but I'm I'm telling you, if you the route to go, mm-hmm. go to you know I I I say go to the word first. Yes, yes. You know, and again, I did I did. I'm so thankful for my wife that she mm-hmm. was able to show me that. Yeah. But go to the Word first. Mm-hmm. And then you then ask Him to help you. And mm-hmm. then I think you'll get some leadership of going just to go yeah. hear something, go into business, jump into business. And, and yeah, because you know, yeah, there are a lot of people. They do. They jump yeah. into business just thinking, man, I'm going to make a quick book. And yeah. They're, 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 that's that love of money thing almost. They just pursue that instead of thinking about the benefits of mm-hmm. how to provide for my family and give a good service to somebody else. Um, and I guess when it comes to 
when it comes to that, you also have to deal with people. And mm-hmm. I think being a Christian and treating the employees right and right. helping them to find opportunities, that'd be, I think, big in, in building a healthy company, wouldn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm proud of all the employees I have. People come up to me all the time. This mm-hmm. I recognize a lot of them as employees yeah. I've had. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we had 285 at one time. That's mm-hmm. that's that's small for others. But it's so many different businesses. I, yeah. I, I, I would think that I probably had several thousand employees mm-hmm. around yeah. these cities working for me some, somewhere, somewhere. Yeah. during the course of the year. And yeah. I, I, I hope that they think, oh, Mr. Neal, Mm-hmm. Is always done us right. And yeah. He's always done the right thing, that's and right. and I, I hope I've always been a witness to it. Yeah, yeah, that, and, and that's it. And, and I hear that from people that I know mm-hmm. that know you. Uh, in fact, I've met you. I've known about you through a couple of my friends that fish. Mm-hmm. You know, Butch Jordan. Oh yeah, uh, and I sure. worked with him, and that's sure. Bill's brother. Oh, yeah. But uh, first time I think I, I ever heard of it was Butch. Yeah, Butch said, "Man, have you ever met Neil Steele?" And that was back when you were doing the game, and he was. Right. He was telling me some of your story back then. You love fishing, don't you? Yeah, I do. Do you fish a lot? I do. I'm a, I, we started this fisherman, Danny East. Yeah, you know, that's goes, right. Yeah, and uh, for the last twenty years, of course, he's he's he's, he's stepping away, now. stepping away yeah. from that. And I, that, that whole family is just good just, people, just great people. Yeah, they sure are. But they I, sure I are. fished that for twenty years now. Mm-hmm. You know, but at some time, a business wise, I couldn't couldn't go to all the tournaments. But right. the last few years i have and mm-hmm. you know now what's your I, favorite I, favorite type fishing is it bass, bass fish? is it's it? all this is all bass you know that's and they're just harder people don't realize how much harder they are to catch do they I, let me tell you this i meant don duke been one of my mm-hmm. one of my buddies i fish with all the time we went to seminole this past weekend mm-hmm. just to, went out on friday fished on friday and saturday mm-hmm. came back saturday afternoon fished for two days did not get a. I didn't get a bite. Uh-uh. I caught two jackfish, which right. they not bass. They, right. And we're only fishing for bass, and which mm-hmm. they don't they don't count. You right. know anything? They pull good and fun to catch, but I did not even catch a bass. Oh. Yeah. Now you know another in in a month from now you can go down there and I might catch sixty. Yeah. You know. Wow. Yeah. So. I actually went yesterday. I got a little tournament this weekend. Mm-hmm. At uh, right here at. Uh, is it Harding or Oliver? Oliver. 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 Yeah. yeah Oliver. Right here at Oliver. Yeah. Yeah. I live right on the other side of okay. Oliver. But I but I but I fished there yesterday, caught two. I, I was proud. I called Don last night and told mm-hmm. him I said, Man, I got the stink off of me. Uh-huh. You know, I went and caught me too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know a, I actually have a nephew that lives on the ocean down in Sarasota. Mm-hmm. Lives on the ocean, his father's got a boat. Right. And he is a great fisherman. The boy wants to fish night and day all yeah, the time. Yeah. But he keeps getting in trouble. Makes great grades in school, straight A's and all that. But he loves bass fishing. Mm-hmm. And though he's got the ocean out there, right, right. he gets bored with that. And he sneaks around to these golf clubs and fishes in their ponds. <laughs> yeah, he's right. always getting run right, off. Right. And I asked him one day, I said, Reese, what is it? You got right, all bass. this water in your backyard, and you got to go to golf course. And he said, "I just love bass fishing, yeah. largemouth bass fishing." I do. It's it's a different in in you know, Charlie. Yeah, you know, he's a yeah. he's a big bass fisherman too. But mm-hmm. I, I I I love it to see that bass blow up on a yeah. plug or to catch. Yeah. There's nothing like it to me. Now, what's the biggest one you ever caught? 
13 and a half pounds. Good night. Yeah. That's a, that's a yeah, good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Where'd it you is. catch that? We, it's a, a lake I used to be a member of. It's called Seahoy Plantation. I fished it. Have you fished it? I have it? actually fished it. Yep. Sure okay. have. With John Lee. John Lee. Okay. Yeah. John took me down there. And, yeah. And, Did y'all uh, catch a lot of fish? Yeah. Day? We, the day we were there, this is crazy. You know, John will fish all day too. He loves fishing more than any human yes, living. He does. He yeah. should. He's a he's a, a surgeon and yeah, doctor, sure, but, right. but he should be a fisherman. That's right. But I, I remember we went at six a.m. in the morning, mm-hmm. and by the time we got through finish, it, it was like nine that night, and we were competing. Yeah. And I, he caught forty five, and I caught forty three. Mm-hmm. And the reason I caught forty three because I let two of them go anyway. I just threw it out with nothing. just so he could win, so, so he home. could come home. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking John ain't going Billy Beans. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. I'm gonna let him be. <laughs> oh yeah, he ain't gonna let you be. <laughs> but uh, now, Don, John caught one over 16 pounds wow in that same lake and i was wow. in a boat with him and we didn't yeah. have quite yeah. honestly we didn't have anything to weigh him with yeah but but i know what a 13 and a half yeah. looked like and he does it, it was it's unbelievable that, get him to show you that pictures would, sometime. yeah it's, it's i will huge. that would be big biggest i ever caught was 11 pounder oh my gosh and, that's, that's still it's it's less than one percent of the bass fishermen in the United States has caught, ever caught a yeah. bass ten pounds. Yeah, yeah, wow. Less than one percent. that. Yeah, yeah. I've seen Charlie. He gets all these Texas fish over here and send me a well, picture. Well, he he he's catches a shoal bass too, and he's caught some I some know. just about a state record type. Deal. I know. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. I I had a guy. I don't, you might know him. I don't know. A guy named Austin James. He died a few years ago. <clears throat> he. Butch hooked me up with him to fish mm-hmm. one time, and he would fish night and day, mm-hmm. same way like John. We would actually run out of bait. Then he'd he'd cast a net to get more bait. Oh yeah, so we didn't have to go back. And he told me he was on his fourth marriage, mm-hmm. and he says two of them divorced him while he was fishing. And he didn't know it for two weeks. <laughs> he said, I got home, there was divorce papers on the table, and I said, Austin, you don't oh, even you don't even need to be married. <laughs> They just finally just said, I'm done. He gets home two weeks later and finds a divorce paper. And so that was a guy that he loved fishing, you know, but but there's nothing like it. That's right. the fun thing. But that's right. your your reputation among everybody I've known all these years. Uh, every, in fact, uh, as far back as back then when Butch first brought it up to even as recent as the other day, I think Charlie mentioned we were talking and Everybody respects you, Neil. They, well, they love that's, your face. That's, that's a blessing. Thank yeah, you, you you've Thank you've you. done it right and done it well. Well, and, uh, hey, I I made a lot of mistakes. Ain't no doubt about that. I we, I'm, I'm I'm definitely human, so I make mistakes too. But I I have been blessed. Yes, and I thank the Lord for it. Yeah. That's been the good part about it. I want to thank you for being my guest today. Thank you for my friend friendship yeah, we're developing, but I, thank you for being my guest. I'm thankful I can call you my friend. I we, am too. We are friends. Too. I am too. Yeah. I'm grateful. Thank you, Neil. Thank you. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed all four parts of this incredible conversation that Bill had with Neil Stilwell. And stay tuned for the next podcast series that Bill's got coming up with his guest, Matt. Mock. Now, Matt Mock is a good friend of Bill's and a great guy here in our Columbus area. He owns his own IT company, but not just does he own this company, which is very successful, and you'll learn all about that, 
But he just, he's one of those people that just knows a little bit about everything. And he's just got the best personality. He is hilarious. And he tells some cool stories. So make sure you stay tuned for that conversation that Bill's got with Matt Mock coming up soon. So hit the subscribe button if you have not already so that you get notified when that podcast releases. All right. And also make sure you check us out on our website, bpleadership.com. And you can learn more about what we've got going on here with this company other than just this podcast. So check us out now. Get ready for the next podcast. You don't want to miss it. I promise you that. And remember that this is where real leaders are made.